It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect the dots between the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of who we are. You know, 2020 was quite the year, and 2021 is proving to be almost an identical year in terms of our fears, uh, the fact that COVID is still around, the fact that now we have the Delta variant, and we also have a new one called Mu. And uh, that's MU. So, and who knows what's coming down the road because um, it's, you know, that they do change, they do morph into other kinds of viruses. And um, that's what's making it so difficult. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, our, um, I guess, our doctors, people that make these kind of decisions about the booster shots, that's why that's happening is because nobody really has a true handle on the best way to manage this particular virus. So, you know, we're throwing everything that we've got at it and it still isn't working all that well. So having said that, I'm going to direct you into my website and it's www.synergyconnectionradio.com. And in there, you're going to see a Boomer Forever Young banner. Uh, If you click on that, you can actually subscribe free of charge to their newsletter. But more importantly than anything else, I want you to look at two things uh, under the individual products. Whatever else you're interested in, please, you know, check it out because there's all kinds of testimonies. There's blogs, there's different podcasts, there's emotional freedom technique for uh, de-stressing. There's all kinds of wonderful stuff in there. But the two things that I point out to everyone is you have to know what your immune function is. And that number should be above 70. Um, A lot of times you hear them say, oh, you know, anything above 40 is good. No, that's not going to really protect you. You really need to be above 70. Mine's an 82. And so, you know, that is one of the first critical things to know. And that can happen with vitamin D3. D is in dog three. Um, The second thing that you need to be aware of is your inflammation level because every disease begins with inflammation. There is a blood test. You can request it. They won't give it to you as part of your normal health panel, but it's called C-reactive protein. And that needs to be below one. The majority of people out there, it's around three. I will tell you that mine is a 0.3. So I have very little inflammation running around inside my body. Um, those are good things. You really need to know those numbers and figure out a way to get your inflammation down and your immune function up. Um, Boomers has a product called Heirloom or Gladiator Barley, depending on what you're interested in. The Heirloom is 10 grams of pre-digested protein and the Gladiator is 20 and it will detoxify your body. It will rebuild muscle it will reduce inflammation. And we have a lot of people who are diabetics that get on it and have wonderful results. So just, you know, be informed, take personal responsibility. And actually that segues quite nicely into my guest today, because we're going to be talking a lot about uh, just wellness in general and how to get there and understanding that our thoughts 
very often do create the reality that we experience. So Mary Crawford is an energy transformer. She's a master dowser, and she can kind of explain what that means to those who aren't familiar with that term. And she's a nutrition consultant. Uh, she will help you remember the powerful creator that you really are. You know, when we come in as babies, we don't think about a lot of these things. And it's only as we get older that we become fear-based. So you are a creator. Um, she is a minor, um, excuse me, a mirror reflecting the amazing you that you've never really seen before. And so she's going to give you the tools and she's going to guide you as you learn how to heal yourself. Um, we all have the ability to heal others as well as ourselves, but we forget. And so Mary's here to kind of help you understand what you've forgotten and maybe what you're going to want to do in the future. So hi, Mary. Welcome to the show. Hey, Lucy. It's good to be here. All right. So we're going to do you want to explain maybe in the very beginning what dousing means? Because I think a lot of people, they think of that as somebody that's going out and looking for water. Okay. That is <laughs> so. one form. That is one form of dousing there. Um, in fact, I just did a kind of a Ted talk. We called it a well talk, uh, 15 minute explanation that goes into a lot of detail on, uh, on what dousing is. And you can find that on a website called youdefinewellness.com. If you look for the well talks, you will see my whole talk on, on dowsing. It's only 15 minutes, but really dives in. But dowsing is basically using a tool to access what your subconscious, your higher conscious already knows. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard to get to. Um, and, <laughs> why, and why is that? Why is it hard to get to? Because we're so flooded. We're so in our heads and flooded with all of this things that we believe to be true or things that we're seeing around us. And, and we feel that that's the only reality there is. And, and we can't tune into what is really truth. Mm. Is, you know, your body, have you ever, um, have you ever done muscle testing? Yes. Kinesiology. So kinesiology, muscle testing is basically a form of dousing using your body as the tool, mm -hmm. your arms, your fingers, whatever you're using to test what your body knows. So one of the things that I do is I help people read their body energy or I read it for them um, using dousing, using, asking questions and getting really fast answers by using tools. Um, it might be a pendulum or dousing rods or um, muscle testing. There's lots of different ways you can do that. But you're basically getting into that subconscious level of knowing that everybody has that some people have a hard time accessing. Okay. Okay. So um, like I have two pendulums that I use a lot and I have a third one that I use sometimes. Um, they're all, you know, one's an amethyst. So if I really am wanting to talk to my spiritual guides, I use that. Um, I have a, an angelite that I use and then I have um, a moss agate that I use, you know, that kind of is more grounding, I think for me. Mm -hmm. um, so do you have special ones that you use or? Um, yes and no. Um, I, I, you can even use a paper clip on a string. 
Right. I knew you could. They did that <laughs> yeah. at pregnancy test, you know. Like. Right, right. Um, uh, you know, I have different ones. I have crystals. I, I have some that I've made from, from different crystals that I have. Um, I have one that has the chakra colors in it. You know, it, to me, it's not so much the, the tool as what your intention is. I see. And, and Do you think that you ever influence, you know, okay. how it responds? So when I teach dowsing, I do teach dowsing classes. And in fact, oh, okay. I have one okay. coming up the 25th of September, which is a Saturday morning, um, 10 o'clock. And that is also, you can find that also on the You Define Wellness website. Um, I will be teaching the entry-level dowsing class. It's a two-hour class. And uh, you will come out of that class really knowing not only how to make sure that you are clear and balanced before you begin dousing, but how to test that your answers are true and, and just how to use the different tools. So I always, um, before I, before I work with any client, before I do any dousing, I always make sure that I'm grounded. And I ask my guides to tell me, am I clear? Do I have any entities attached to me? Um, you know, do I have other people's influences on me? Have I picked up something that's not mine? You know, am I clear? Are my chakras balanced? You know, is my ID line, my horror line straight? You know, just a couple of different quick checks to make sure that I am all me and balanced and grounded and ready to get. And then I ask my guides to give me only the truth. Don't let anything else come in, no matter what I'm in this moment believing, give me only the truth. Yeah. I sometimes when I'm asking questions, I mean, it changes on a dime. It's so interesting how that works, because it'll be swinging, you know, one direction, which you have to know your yes and your no, but uh, it'll be swinging one direction. And then I'll ask another question that's somewhat related. And it'll just like, immediately go to the no or to the yes. Yes. And um, so the energy is pretty powerful. Sometimes when it doesn't swing very much, I think it's because they're not sure, you know, your guides are not sure of the outcome. And so it's not as strong a yes or a strong a no. Okay. Um, I would say that your guides are always sure. Oh, okay. But maybe you're asking, you're not asking the right question. Ah, so is your course going, or not course, but the two hour class, is it going to teach how to ask the right question? Yes. Okay. Yes. How often yeah. do you do that class? Because somebody might not be able to get into the one, it's, it's a week away, but you know, they might have something that's already planned. Um, yeah, I try to do it once a month. Oh, okay, good. Um, and it really kind of, I also have a, um, on my website, you can read about dowsing and you can actually sign up for a private class. Okay. Um, so if, if you don't make that one, you can either um, sign up for a private class or you could um, find a couple friends to sign up with you and, and do, because right now I'm doing all my classes on Zoom. Mm -hmm. I'm finding it works pretty easily that way. Yeah. Well, I um, think uh, the way we're going to be doing business forever now really is it's, easier for everybody. I mean, even if you're taking a yoga class, you know, mm -hmm. to do it in the comfort of your home, as opposed to going to the studio, you don't have the overhead. If you're a yoga instructor, you can, you know, do it from That's home. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And it saves so much time and mm -hmm. you can, you can actually meet with more people during the day. So yeah. Right. 
Absolutely. But anyway, that's that's how I'm working it right now. Um, and you again, you can go to thejoyofbeingwell.com and and click on dowsing classes, mm-hmm. and it will explain it and and lead you right to a place to sign up for a class. Awesome, awesome. All right, so I'm going to let you make the you know wherever it is you'd like to go. I mean, I had you describe dowsing, and and so you know now we have a at least somewhat of a foundation for people to understand what the term means and how it works and that it is your guides, you know, coming through, but wellness in general, how would you look at, you know, the idea that we control our wellness in many cases through our thinking? Okay. Well, a couple of things I want to say about that. Um, Many times what we're dealing with are inherited beliefs that have come in on your DNA. And what's so interesting is that science has actually proven now that emotional energy can travel on the DNA. So let's say that your great grandfather was in a war and saw some really horrific things that created panic and terror in him so strong that he passed it down on his DNA to his children and their children. And, and so you have in your life, a tendency to attract things that cause panic and terror in Uh your life because it's in your energy field. Um, You can get rid of that. And that's one of the things that I help people do is get rid of that energy that's passed down in the DNA. Um, The other thing, um, oh, there's so many different places where you can pick up energy from other people. But what we know is that your belief, your belief creates a vibration in your body. Uh That is the key to everything because we know that everything is energy. Every cell in your body is made up of vibrating energy. Right. It's not vibrating, it's dead. Okay. So as long as you're alive, every cell in your body is vibrating. And the overall general tone of that vibration is dictated by your thoughts and your beliefs. Mm. So it doesn't really matter what other people are saying if you believe that you're good, that you're healthy, that you're safe, protected, energy is great. You're gonna feel that more than all the people around you, no matter what they're telling you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your your state of being, your personal belief and and your general feeling of well-being is paramount to how healthy and, and generally overall happy you are. So um, there's so many people talk, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, all these people are, have been talking about that for, for years. Um, but you have, and Abraham, if you listen to, to Esther Hicks, Abraham mm-hmm. talks about that all the time. Um, you need to be happy before you have a reason to be happy. Right, right. Because you are attracting it. And that's the key. And that's, you know, people are like, what, you know, how can I be happy if I have no reason to be happy? Well, then you have to find something to be happy about. I'm breathing. Uh-huh. I can get out of bed and stand up. Uh-huh. Also, people can't do that, right? Right, uh, right. Or, or I have a soft bed to sleep in, or um, I have clean water to drink. Right. There's so many things that you can find. The sun is shining today. Or we're getting some beautiful rain that we really needed. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is that you can start building that list of um, 
of feeling grateful for these things. That's the, that's the key too. You can't just like, okay, the sun is shining. Okay. Yeah. I got out of bed. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm breathing. So what, you know, you gotta have the, you gotta have the emotion behind it because right. it's the mo the emotion attached to the thought that creates your reality. Right. Right. Okay. I, I know that one of the things uh, I just got back from a trip to Wisconsin and you know, of course, you're there. I think Wisconsin's probably one of the most beautiful states in the United States. Yeah. And where I was was up in Door County, and you probably oh. been in that area too. So yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah. And I we were walking around. Uh, have you you've been to Cave Point, right? Mm -hmm. And the dunes over there. Okay. Yeah. So we yeah. were walking along the, the edge because you can look straight down, and there were four girls that I think they might have been gymnast, quite honestly, because they were so physically fit. They were able to literally crawl up the rocks and then jump back down again. So they were very strong, mm -hmm. um, but they were having such a good time. And there were all these people watching them that, you know, a couple of them were saying, well, I would never do that. Or that looks pretty scary. Or, well, that water's really cold. But from where they were coming from, it was just pure exuberance. They were so happy. And I would say they were probably 15, 16 years old, you know, mm -hmm. right along that. And one person said, well, that's youth for you. And I thought, you know, you kind of lose that, that feeling of just happiness and joy many mm -hmm. times as you age because of responsibilities and because, you know, life happens and it's not always easy. Whereas, you know, a kid that is just in the moment is truly happy. You know, we don't have to lose that. No, we don't. Um, but but it takes more effort as life intrudes on us as we get older and we allow all these responsibilities to take on more importance than they need to. Mm -hmm. um, that we don't give ourselves time to experience joy. Um, have you ever read the book, The Artist's Way? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So in that book, she talks about giving yourself taking yourself on a date every week mm -hmm. where you, you don't, it's just you and you have no real agenda other than to go out and do something fun to, to allow yourself to experience the world around you, to be creative, maybe if you want to, or to just sit and listen to music or um, to be by yourself and just be in that pure joy mm -hmm. to maybe go dip your feet in the water um, that people might look at you and think you're silly or you're too old to be doing that or whatever, but you know, mm -hmm. it, you need, you get to decide what feels fun and joyful to you. And you need to make time for that. Mm -hmm. It's very important for your second chakra as well. And um, for women, especially, I know that second chakra is where our power lies. It's our womb space. And it's where our goddess energy connects with our heart energy. And, and we're, you know, it's really where our power in the world comes from. And if you never give yourself time to be creative, to enjoy life, to have fun, it's that, it's that part of your body where you experience joy. You know, it, it, obviously your heart as well, but, but the heart and the second chakra are very connected in women. And, and in men too, I'm sure, but definitely in women. And if you don't give yourself time to just have joy for the fun of being joyful, maybe watch a silly movie, something that makes you laugh. That um, 
expands and clears your second chakra, opens you up to beautiful relationships, um, and, and sends a really strong signal to your body that I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm healing. If I'm not healthy, I'm healing, you know, that, um, one of the things that has happened, especially in the last year and a half to two years is, you know, the media, whether you're getting it on your phone or whether you're watching it on television has been sending out mostly, I would say, very negative, destructive messages to who we are. You know, it's causing a lot of fear and angst that was not there to such a degree, you know, before. Mm -hmm. And that has done so much damage physically and emotionally to everybody. And it's impacting all four areas. So the spiritual part of who we are is having a difficult time coming through because there's these barriers of, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, the, you know, chicken little, the sky is falling. Mm-hmm. And um, so maybe you can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I'm thinking of um, what's going on right now with the people fleeing from Haiti um, by the thousands. These are, these are strong people, but they have, many of them have inherited this belief of, I'm not powerful. I can't do anything for myself. I need somebody to take care of me. And so instead of, of fighting for what's theirs and, and finding the courage to rebuild what's been damaged by, you know, hurricane or earthquakes and, and, you know, whatever else has happened there, the government falling apart, you know, there's, there's no weaker than any of us. They're strong people, but they've, They've inherited this belief. Uh-huh. They picked up this belief that I can't do it. I need to find someplace and somebody to protect me and take care of me. And, you know, if there was a way that we could reach these people and, and help them understand, you have the power. You don't need to get it from anybody else. You have the power to create the government you want, to rebuild your country the way you want it to better than before, right. and, and to you know, you live in a beautiful place. Haiti is a beautiful place, a beautiful part of the world, but there's, you know, again, that overarching belief of I'm not safe. I need protection. I'm not strong. A lot of it, you know, is, is pretty accurate. Unfortunately, Um, there is a man here in this part of uh, the United States who is from Haiti, who has an orphanage and I know him. And I've also worked with a man in Chicago who was 19 when he left Haiti and his mother was murdered by people who basically wanted to rob her because she was a successful business person. And what he told me is that the police did nothing because they're so corrupt. And so that feeling of total like hopelessness, like you say, like no matter what I do, it's never going to be enough is there. Yeah. It's, it takes, it would take a village to come together and say, right. well, enough, you know, we're done with this and to stop telling the stories of right. powerlessness and, right. and corruption, but, but moving again into, you know, and it takes a few strong people to get that started. So, you know, it's not just, it's not just Haiti. It's happening all over the world. People are, like you said, from listening to the news and watching the news they're they're filled with these doubts and fears. 
mm-hmm. and doubts and fears are absolutely the opposite of joy and gratitude and and strength right right absolutely. And, and so they're sending those messages to their body of look at how many people have left the planet in the past couple of years mm-hmm. just just you know and and i believe that there really is no death that is not in some form an actual suicide that people are just ready to leave whether they believe it on a conscious level or not right they're ready to leave they don't want to be here anymore because it's too hard um they're just not they didn't sign up for this right right that's that's true one of my very first guests oh this has been probably three years ago now um she communicates with angels and one of the things that she told me when uh, she was on the show several times is that angels just want us to play. You know, when we came into our bodies, it was really to come and experience happiness and joy and gratitude and playfulness. And mm-hmm. somehow we forget that that's why we're here. And mm-hmm. then it becomes, like you say, just too much work. And mm-hmm. so people give up. They, they you know, end up maybe... Um, with drugs, with alcohol, with, you know, one of the 13 different kinds of addictions that we can develop and they don't take care of themselves. And so when it becomes really difficult, then they go, I surrender. And as soon as they say, I surrender, it's kind of over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've, they've lost their, their reason for being here. They've lost right. their will. Right. Um, and it, it's, again, it's that fear and doubt that, that not trusting their own power Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I love helping people. I mean, I have people who come to me who've spent 10 years in therapy and, and still don't know what's wrong with them and why can't mm-hmm. they be happy. And, and they come to me and, and they're like, Oh, I really have the power to do this myself. I really have the power to heal my own body, to, to, to be happy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and things change. So that's what I love to do is, is to help people see when I say that I'm a mirror reflecting the powerful you that you are, it's, it's absolutely true. That is my main purpose is to help you see how powerful you are and that you don't need any other interventions. I mean, we use things. I, I really truly believe that there will be a time, maybe not in the too distant future, where at least some of us will be able to just connect to the earth and get everything we need just connect physically connect to the energy of the earth and let the earth feed us our nutrients, our vitamins, our energy that we need for the day. And, and we don't have to, we don't have to worry about taking vitamins or supplements. We can eat for fun rather than because we have to, you know? (laughs) Um, In fact, I know of, of, of one man who has done this for like 20 years, who, who lives on nothing but water. And he asks the earth to energize his water every day to exactly what his body needs. So what else is possible, right? Whoa. So how thin is this guy? Not at all. Really? Not at all. I think he's, he's a tall guy. I think he's close to 200 pounds. So and he lives on water. Mm-hmm. Healthy. Yeah. Walks every day. My goodness. Is he yeah. teaching others how to do that too or is this something i don't think so i don't think so i think he has another job that he does um but he's you know i think he tried to in the beginning and there were just 
too there's too much backlash so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but um the the thing is again we go back to belief what do you believe is possible right and you we know, mostly have limiting beliefs yeah and there's so there's so much evidence that uh oh what is it there's some story about um a ship that was off the shore this is back in the time of, of the discoveries of the, of the new world and all of that. And there was a ship off the shore of this one Island that the natives on the Island could not see it. Because oh, I've heard that story. Yes. Never, they'd never seen a ship before. They didn't know what a ship was. They didn't, so it didn't it. exist. It didn't exist. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so how many things are out there that are real and exist, but we don't know about them and we don't believe them. So we can't believe that they exist. And so they don't exist for us. Well, isn't that true of children that have imaginary playmates or mm-hmm. somebody that is aging to the point where they have imaginary people they talk to. And so everybody else goes, Oh, isn't that cute? You know, or isn't that sweet? you know, that they have this imaginary friend or person in their life. Yeah. And maybe it's not. And maybe it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Or that animals, you know, have the ability, you know, this, but animals have the ability to communicate with us in very real ways. And so, uh, you know, it's not pretend at all. It's, it's real. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and more people are, are coming to understand that, that, um, especially with animals, Mm-hmm. More and more people are starting to believe, oh, yeah, you actually can talk to animals and, and they do understand you. And they will oh, I have a, a wonderful story of, of our beautiful golden retriever. When he passed, we we gathered the closest family and friends who knew him around the table and connected with an animal communicator. This was a, a month or so after he had passed. And he came through with a message for everybody at that table. Really different messages profound message for each person and it wasn't just like oh i like you or it was like you need to look at the the way the colors that you have in your office because they're not harmonizing with your body you know just really interesting things that came through for each person you're not spending enough time writing your your soul wants to write more you know (laughs) just amazing things that came through for each um, each person at that table and, and the person who was doing the communication didn't know everybody at that table. It was over the phone. She wasn't even in the room with us. So, you know, what else is possible, right? Really and truly, um, you no doubt know about this story, but I, I remember explaining it probably a year or more ago, but it was about, I believe a, um, was, was a, a leopard that had been really abused. And so they rescued the leopard and they put him in a place that, um, you know, was open, but he wouldn't come out of his cage. You know, he could have gone out the back and been part of nature and and kind of reestablished himself, you know, in a healthy way, but he wouldn't come out because he didn't like his name. And his name was Diablo, which means devil. Yes. Do you remember that story? Mm-hmm. And so um, they had the animal communicator come and he explained to her that he really hated his name. And if they gave him a different name, you know, then he would be better. And of course they did. And then he totally improved and became very playful in time in mm-hmm. his surroundings. But I mean, here's an animal that just was saying, this name is not me. 
this is not who I am. I think he actually told the, the communicator what he wanted to be called. Oh, did he? Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was something, something like Daisy or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah, animals are amazing. And, and they're really our teachers, especially when you go to the ancient animals like whales and elephants. Mm-hmm. Um, whales, there's a woman I know of who communicates with whales and dolphins. And she lives out in... Um, on the coast in California and she comes through with these profound messages from the whales and the dolphins for us. They've been here since the beginning of, of time, basically on this planet. And they have so much wisdom that they're so ready to share anybody who wants to tune in and listen. Uh, they have to be incredibly sad at what is happening to their world and, and our world. Yeah. Um, more more um feels like more empathy for us um trying to teach us trying trying to make us more aware Uh um they've endured a lot of things over millennia i mean with all the whaling and and fisheries and all of that but right now um, the plastic that's in the water the pollution the the um things that that the navy is doing with um loud noises underwater mm-hmm. um yeah but that doesn't deter them from from being there for us which no. is just amazing thing about animals is that they come here to help us so anyway we're kind of we're kind of getting off the point but <clears throat> the whole <clears throat> just thinking about animals <clears throat> excuse me the whole idea is that um we have to be in that place of joy when we're in that place of joy, everything around us is more joyful. Mm-hmm. Whether it seems like it's possible or not, you know, it doesn't matter if you're living in a cardboard box. If you're in that place of joy, you attract more joy to you and, and more, more things to be grateful for. And sometimes so, it's a matter of... Maybe even just walking in nature and making an an effort to look around you, you know, to look at insects, to look at birds, to listen to uh, the water coming into the shore. Or if you're by a creek or, you know, uh, like I said, I was just in Wisconsin. So Lake Michigan was there. But where I live, I'm on the Gulf of Mexico. And Mm. so I have the constant waves, you know, that I can listen to. Um, I think birds, you know, are wonderful messengers. And if you get into the habit of letting the animals share, you know, their knowledge with you, but then if you have an animal that is repeatedly around you, go look up the spiritual meaning, you know, you can Mm -hmm. Google that and find Mm -hmm. out, you know, what is that animal really trying to say and why is it appearing over and over in your life? Um, mm-hmm. the sandhill crane is, is an animal that seems to appear in my life a lot and deer, um, and an osprey mm-hmm. uh, that I see at the park a lot that, uh, you know, they have a unique kind of a call, but, you know, it, everybody has probably an animal totem and it's just a matter of kind of saying, okay, well, what are the animals that are repeatedly in my life? And, you know, I, it'll be more than just a dog or a cat. <laughs> It'll be a couple of others, you know, that have messages. Well, for me, it was squirrels. And I had a, kind of a love-hate relationship with these squirrels. 
because um, my, my wonderful neighbor fed them buckets of peanuts every day and they would come to my yard and bury them in my gardens. Oh, <laughs> but, but they would it, not just bury them. They would dig up the plants that were already there so that they could bury their peanuts in the garden. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, dang those squirrels, <laughs> you know, especially, especially potted plants that I would put out on the deck. The squirrels loved those because it was really nice, loose soil and sure. get rid of that plant that's in there. So I can put my, <laughs> my, my nuts in there. Right. Oh my. So I, I, I kind of had a conversation with the squirrels this year. Um, and I said, okay, I understand that you're here to teach me something. And, and the main message that came through was playfulness. Play, have you have you ever seen a sad squirrel? I mean, no, they're, no. They're 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 just always running and having fun and chasing each other, or or sometimes just sitting in the tree and soaking up the sun, and listening to the birds. You know, life is just fun for mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't having enough of that in my life, and they were here. And since I've done that, the whole relationship has changed. They're not digging up my pots anymore. So where are uh, they putting their peanuts? They're still, they still bury them in the garden, but it's okay. It's in between the other plants and they don't disturb my plants and that's fine with me, you know? Okay. So, yeah. So I think all, all animals do have messages for us. They have things they want to teach us, but uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah, squirrels are, yeah. So yeah, look them up, look them up. The totem for squirrel is definitely playfulness. Playfulness. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So joy, playfulness, playfulness. Yeah. How much do you play? How much do you allow yourself to play every day? Mm -hmm. And not just like on the weekends, but mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Do you give, I, we heard a wonderful talk yesterday by a man whose name is Lars Rain Gustafsson. And he talked about the fact that he spent, he finds time every single day to celebrate. And, and it could be the smallest thing. Um, I just finished the email that I wanted to get out. I need to celebrate and go get myself a, a special coffee. You know, everything, everything. Oh, I just walked a mile. I need to celebrate and, and, and do something fun. You know, maybe uh, read my favorite book or, or um, give myself a treat, whatever it is. He always is, you know, congratulating himself, celebrating his life. Mm -hmm. constantly 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 it's such a different energy than checking things off a list right right you know um and because he's in that energy that vibration of celebration it's very close to that energy of gratitude right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and so that raises your whole body's vibration oh we're we're celebrating we're happy we're grateful we love life and if your cells in your body love life, why would they want to die? Why would, why would they want to get cancer or fibromyalgia or chronic, or, you know, whatever, Parkinson's? If they're celebrating and loving life, why wouldn't they want to keep creating more cells that celebrate and love life? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's, that's that energy. With... Um some of the people that I, I work with, um, you know, in a counseling capacity, because I'm not a traditional counselor at all. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I will share with them, you know, that we are 50 trillion cells that are vibrating. 
And your physical form is just that virtual bodysuit. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. It's holding them all together. And from the time you're a baby until the time you decide that you are done with planet Earth, uh, you're in that bodysuit. But that's not who you are. Who you are is, is the cells and the vibrational frequency you know, mm -hmm. that you have. And I am finding that there are more and more people that understand what I'm saying now. Because, um, you know, before I think they thought things were happening to them. Mm -hmm. And now they're beginning to see that they are creating, you know, they're manifesting whatever is happening. And at some point, they'll move into that place where they are um, experiencing it as divine energy, you know, and that's kind of where you want to go is, is that part. Um, right. So, you know, it's, I, I do think Tess, who was the, the gal that uh, communicated with angels. I think her comment with the angels want us to play. They want us to just enjoy life. Mm -hmm. That's a hard lesson for many, many, maybe even the majority of people to accept because if you're a child, you might say, well, yes, you know, that's what I like to do most is play. Mm -hmm. But by the time you become an adult and you have bills to pay and other responsibilities and you need to go to work and you have, you know, a boss or somebody who's saying this is the performance scale. All of a sudden playfulness is, is difficult to come by. And so they, like you said, they have to make time for it. They have to somehow put it into their life on a daily basis. Right. And, you know, we look at the cultures where they do take more time to play mm -hmm. and, and we call them lazy and we call them uneducated and we call them, you know, not valuable. And, and when they really are the ones who have it all figured out, mm -hmm. they really are the ones who know why they came here and what life is about. Um, so we have to, we have to allow first that it's okay to play. Right. Uh, you know, Start with something, if you need something structured, start by taking a, an art class or a dance class or something where, you know, it's, it's on your to-do list, but when you're there, you get to play, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's, it may be a little structured, but at least it gets you started, you know, in that place where you can allow yourself to play, whether it's watercolors or, or dancing or singing or playing the piano or guitar you know, I just, I just put new strings on a guitar that I've had since 1970. Oh, actually 1978, I think something like that. Um, but I haven't played it in years. So, so are you um, I, resuming? I'm going to try. I used to play classical guitar. Oh, wow. So I'm going to, I'm going to see if, first of all, if I can tune it and, and keep it tuned and, and then, um, you know, try to remember how to do that because that used to bring me a lot of joy to to play that music. Um, and you know, I make jewelry, and and when I'm, I I've always found that when I allow myself time to dive into the beads and the crystals and and the wire, or whatever I'm working with, that suddenly my phone will start ringing and clients will appear that haven't that I haven't seen in in months or whatever. And, and start booking appointments with me because my energy has shifted from, right. from the have-tos and shoulds into what could be fun 
what right. would be fun for me right now. Right. I know that um, for guys, you know, going to, oh, I don't know, Home Depot or Lowell's, you know, and getting lost in all of the uh, do-it-yourself kind of things, you know, that, that's, yeah, you too. I love Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just, I mean, your imagination just sort of takes off with, oh, that would be fun to do, or gee, I, you know, maybe I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think for, if, if you have grandchildren or children used to be going into the toy store, I would just get, you know, such a kick out of that. Or if they wanted Play-Doh, I mean, you know, just squishy kind yeah. of stuff. Oh yeah. Or coloring books. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's so many ways that you can kind of get back in touch with that playfulness of what if. Yeah. And I, I think you can do it. And not just be going to work and home and laundry and dinner and, you know, you can have a little something that you play with every evening. We have to first give it value because we won't do it if we don't think it's valuable. Right. We'll, we'll right. push it aside. We'll push it aside and push it aside. And, you know, well, I have to do this first. I have to do this first. And we find ourselves um, writing emails at 11 o'clock at night. Um, when we should be winding down and, and oh, yeah. in, you know, tuning into, you know, what feels good. Um, maybe watch one of the late night comedy shows just to allow ourselves to laugh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. before we go to bed, rather than having the last thing on our mind before we try to sleep the, the workload that we have coming tomorrow, you know? Right. A lot, of, yeah. A lot of times at night, um, if there's nothing on that I really want to watch, because I won't watch anything that is going to be disturbing or distressing because um, it's just, it's not healthy to do that before you go to bed, <clears throat> but I will do a Hallmark movie just because they have happy endings. <laughs> and I, I and love that, Hallmark movies. Yes. Yeah. Because they have happy endings. Yes. They do. And, they do. and they take you through these, these real emotions of, and they stir that feeling of, what it's like to to love or to care for somebody or or to be in a situation that might be trying and finding a resolution mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah lots of lots of different things yeah so people will laugh and say oh hallmark movie and i'm like okay have you have you watched a hallmark movie lately <laughs> they're fun you know they are they are and now we're getting back into the holiday season so it's all about you know happiness and Mm-hmm. you know, reconnecting with family in a positive way. Cause mm-hmm. even sometimes when there hasn't been a positive resolution with certain members of the family, it seems like in their shows, it all comes together. You mm-hmm. know, everybody makes nice in the end and you kind of, and I think the holidays can be so stressing for people because of that, you know, they don't know how it's going to be when they see an aunt or an uncle or somebody who may be, is a little more on the destructive side um, in the way they relate. And so they worry about that. So now your holiday is not a happy time. It's, you know, one that's stressful. So I don't know. There's, there's a lot of ways that you can approach and encounter, I think, the, the positive end of situations if you just learn to look at it differently. Yeah, the thing, you know, the, the people who refuse to watch something like a Hallmark movie because they don't think it's meaningful enough or whatever. I would ask them, what are you 
filling your energy with because I tell you, I can tell you that I have cleared trauma energy from people that came from watching a horror movie because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your subconscious doesn't know the difference between reality and, and what's on the TV. Yeah, yeah. And, and you will hold that energy in your body. And in some cases it gets stuck. And that's, that's when you have the recurring nightmares of, you know, oh, it's that horror movie I watched. Well, your body thought it was real and mm-hmm. keep coming back until you can find a way to release it. Mm-hmm. So what if instead you fill, fill your energy with something that's got love and resolution or maybe it's maybe it's a um, you know like a knight in shining armor type movie where the knights come to the rescue or you know it, it whatever it is where, where you know you can believe that good triumphs over evil that right right people's hearts are really good mm-hmm. that that the world is not a corrupt evil place right, right. Um, that's that's the kind of energy you want to fill your life with because whether you believe it's always true and and we know that there are people out there who are pretty messed up and on the wrong path Mm -hmm. we don't have to focus on that and even though the news is always taking us there you know you don't um, always have to watch the news sometimes you can just turn it off yeah or you can get to a place where you can watch the news and and really send um feelings of empathy and positive energy to those people who are are doing the things that seem so messed up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know because you know inside that person is the same beautiful soul that's inside of every one of us right and they've just gotten off their path and they've just you know they're missing something they need something and mm-hmm. they don't know how to get it right exactly netflix actually there are a number of programs there that are, are really very uh, pleasant to watch and one of them was called Anne with an E and it was based on Anne of Green Gables and it followed her for I think it was three seasons but she kind of grew up from being the orphan to being a young lady that was you know in college mm-hmm. and I love the message because it was always about um, positivity I mean she looked mm-hmm. at life for the most part like there's always a solution Mm-hmm. And she found a lot of it in nature and with animals and with her relationships. The other one that is fairly new, I think we're maybe in the third season, but it's called um, Call of the Midwife. Hmm. And it's based, it's um, set in England. And actually it was right after World War II, which is mind boggling to me because some of the circumstances I would have thought would have been like 1910, 15, 20 you know, not right after World War II, but it's a lot of um, poverty um, and women who are nurses who go and live at this convent and work with these very poor women who are having their babies at home. And -hmm. it's the relationships again, because it's really all about love. Mm -hmm. And so it's a beautiful story to, you know, if you're trying to find something to kind of unwind with at the end of the day that has nothing but a positive message. Mm-hmm. that's one of those shows that you could do it with. And, you know, if you're talking about Netflix, you can even watch the superhero movies because mm-hmm. some of them are actually hilarious and always, always the good triumph over in, over evil at the end of them, you know, uh-huh. so find something that brings you joy, that makes you laugh, makes you smile, makes you feel and, and ends with a feeling of, okay, we're, we're going to be okay. Life mm-hmm. is good. 
Mm -hmm. Um, The world is not a terrible place. There are good people here. Right. And um, that's who I want to be is just one of those good people who finds more good people to be around me. Right. And, and sometimes that's important too. And I'm glad you made that point is if you are constantly in a relationship with a person who maybe is a negative Nelly or, you know, is always angry or is always trying to put everybody else down, spend less time with them if you can. I mean, if it's a member of your family, it might be hard, but, you know, find other avenues to balance this out. So that it's not constantly a negative bombardment. You can actually let that person know in a kind way that that's not something you're going to listen to mm-hmm. change the subject. Whenever they start, just say, Oh, did you, did you see that tree in your front yard? How beautiful it looks right you know, Just <laughs> change the subject and, and let them know that sometimes it's repeatedly, but that's not something you're going to dive into and listen to. Right. And, and I have had certain family members, um, not so much friends, people that I know who, you know, I've had to do that and, and they're, they get it after a while. They're like, okay, you're not going to listen to my gossip. So I'll, what are we going to talk about? Something different, right? Something different. Yeah. It, it, maybe get yeah. them into reading a book or watching something on TV. That's a, a positive message. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many possibilities out there, but, but the key is to, to really find something every day that brings you joy, mm-hmm. that makes you makes you laugh, makes you smile, makes you feel good about life and, and play. Right. And I think if you get up in the morning with that attitude, like, I wonder what is going to happen today. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Or I wonder what, uh, you know, the universe is going to bring me today that will fill me with joy. So if you can go down that road and then at the end of the day, as you're getting ready to go to sleep, reflect back on my goodness, look at what I discovered today. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So much fun, mm-hmm. so much, so much possibility and yep. so many things you can create. And you are just going to keep attracting more of those things that, that bring you joy when you keep that vibration in your body. Right. And that's the key. Well, our hour is just about over. So it was a true pleasure to have you on the show again and um, let people know how they can reach you one more time. And you said you do do the dousing classes about once a month. So. Yeah. Or, or on demand, you know, okay. if somebody, if somebody wants a class um, either private or with a couple of friends, um, all they have to do is go to my website. And if they want to do it with a couple of friends, they should email me and we'll get it set up. And it's Mary at the joy of being well.com is okay. my email. Okay. Uh, if they want a private class, they can just sign up for that and find the time that works for them on the schedule. Okay. So again, it's thejoyofbeingwell.com and just click on dousing. Or if you click on services, you'll see all the other work that I do. All right. Well, I'm sure that uh, someone will be looking or listening, you know, to this show and going, you know, those are some things that I would love to learn how to do and expand my life into those areas that bring me joy. Yeah, make it more fun. Make it more fun. And easy. Bring more ease into your life, right? Exactly, exactly. Thanks so much. Well, we will um, talk to you again after the first of the year and um, have just um, a wonderful remainder of 2021. You too. Thank you so much for letting me be here. I've enjoyed it. Thank you for being part of the show. And for everybody who 
is listening. Um, you know, share this show with your family and friends because I think everyone deserves to have a better life. Um, so go out there and make this your best life all the time. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.